Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you, but first we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is What If Never Was a Chosen One? Part five. Hello, listeners. I'm Rhea. And I'm Jem, and welcome back for Neville Longbottom and the Order of the Phoenix. Let's start with the sad, miserable life of Harry James Potter. <laughs> he did. I know. Has some great victories in his early youth, then his dad's horribly injured in front of him because it's his fault, then he tries to redeem himself, and he dies. <laughs> in the arms of the angel. <laughs> yeah. Trying to prote- protect his friend, fails, is murdered. Oh no! Okay, uh, I'm so I'm still upset. But let's let's look into how this affects Neville's journey. <laughs> yeah, we're done with Harry now. No need to ever mention him again. <laughs> okay, so Neville, obviously PTSD, depression, the works, <laughs> survivor's guilt. Yeah, he's got everything that Harry had, but more because Harry and Cedric realistically were not close. They weren't friends. No, no. Harry Neville, best friends. Yep. Very upsetting. Also, he's now got Voldemort in his brain being like, eat up your evil juice, Neville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Keeps having these dreams about Department of Mysteries, uh, all this sort of bullshit. Mm. Would Neville know what the Ministry so, of Magic looks like? He might be able to recognize the architecture, maybe. Maybe. I don't think at first, mm. but we'll get into it. Yeah. So Harry, deeply depressed, deeply isolated, lying in the fucking garden, trying to overhear the Dursley's news, desperate, alone. Neville wouldn't be in that situation. At the very least, he's there with his nan. Yeah. Is his nan sending him to therapy? (laughs) Or some kind of doing something for his well-being? Do wizards have therapy? No. I don't think they do. They have mental wards. They have the concept concept of insanity and addiction. They understand that. Mm -hmm. So they have healers. Do they have mind healers? I mean, there is occulency. I don't know how much you could call Mm -hmm. that mind healing. It's hard to say. Like, if if the framework of therapy and, like, PTSD and treatment of such things exists, I think, yes, she'd be looking into it. If it Mm. doesn't exist in the magical world, I think no. No, I think she's giving him time she's trying to be there for him she's Mm -hmm. you know trying to distract him but also trying to talk it through with him maybe but yeah nothing's really like it's helping but nothing is really Mm. getting through because he still has Voldemort in his brain yeah I think she's doing her best but she doesn't know what to do yeah I also think that so she's basically spent her entire life in the role of the guardian and protector of the chosen one and now Voldemort's back. Yeah. So I think she's very focused on like the war that is coming. Yeah. And like preparing him for it. So I think she's less worried about holding his hand and more worried about like helping him to survive. Mhm. 
Yeah, she's got like a Sarah Connor energy to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's coming into Sarah Connor mode. <laughs> yeah, which is maybe not what he needs right now, but also like it is kind of what he needs. Mm-hmm. Moping around the house, feeling lost and alone, and you know, spending hours staring at the wall. Those are things that I think he's trying to do, and I think Nan is spending a lot of time trying to pull him out of those moments. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think that he is wandering around alone. No. Unless he's breaking out of the house. I don't think she's letting him wander around the streets alone. Do we think he's breaking out of the house? Ooh. I could see it. I could see it. For our Neville, with what he's been through. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it as him being like, Nan's not doing enough for me. I, I just need to be by myself. She doesn't understand that. I just need to get out of here. Mm. So he just gets out of the house, goes for a walk. I don't know where Neville lives in the canon of yeah, the books. somewhere. He's a pure blood though, so it's implied that he doesn't live in a muggle space. He either lives, like, out in the country on his own, or he would live in a muggle neighborhood, but blending in. Yeah. They're like, he's not living in Hogsmeade, and that's the only purely magical place. Are we going to say that he gets caught for underage magic if he walks around his neighborhood? Well, or is it just not going not gonna to be noticed? Well, that's what I was leading towards with, like is he leaving the house? Because if he is, and Umbridge has the opportunity to send Dementors after him, that's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. If he doesn't leave the house, yeah. like she doesn't have the opportunity. So yeah, I'm saying he leaves the house, I'm saying that happens, but then when he casts Patronus to protect himself, doesn't matter, because he's already in a wizarding community. Mm. <laughs> I don't think there are completely wizarding communities. With the exception of Hogsmeade, mm. it's the only completely magical community in all of Britain. Oh, and is it okay. even in Britain? No, the UK. Yeah. So, yeah, and we know that he doesn't live in Hogsmeade. Yeah. So, okay, we can assume that he might have been in an area mm. that, even if it was in the countryside, the ministry would still use that to be like, it's a muggle area, a muggle could have seen. Yeah. So, um, here's what I'm thinking, though. Dumbledore was keeping Harry in the dark about the Order of the Phoenix because he's like, Harry's compromised Voldemort in his brain, blah, blah, blah. I don't mm-hmm. think he has the opportunity to do the same thing with Neville. I think Gran no. is trying to keep Neville informed about what's going on. Like, we're gathering our forces, all hope is not lost, blah, 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 Dumbledore has a plan. Mm-hmm. Not, like, all of the details, but I think she tells him that something's going on. I think Neville is aware that there are people watching the house, mm-hmm. that there are people, like, guarding him. And definitely he's going to be aware of the massive shift in public opinion that's coming. Yeah. Like, Harry's blindsided by it because he hasn't been reading right. the newspaper. I think yeah. Gran knows about it and, like... Has been briefing him on it. Yeah, has been briefing him. She's trying to get him engaged in the world. She's yeah. not, like, hiding things from him. So he wouldn't have a need to go kicking around a neighbourhood by himself. Yeah. If he wanted to blow off steam, he'd just go to his room and be alone. Yeah. So, like, yeah. either he's, like, breaking out the window and trying to ditch his guards, or he's going for a walk... To be alone knowing that he's being followed, or he's just like, I'm going to lock myself in my room. I'm going to go medium, going for a walk knowing he's being followed. He just needs some air, needs to get out of the house. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. He would know that it's risky, but I think there's a little part of him that's like, fuck it. Because he's just, he's going through at this moment. Yeah. We've really changed Neville from how he is in the books. (laughs) Yeah, we really have. He's been through the most. (laughs) But then, Dementors come out. He doesn't have his muggle cousin to defend. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if he knows that he's being guarded and Dementors attack, I feel like his go-to move is, help me, not pull out his wand and defend himself. 
Mm, it depends if the guards are like feet away from him or if they're like he can't see them. Yeah, because because the... if he can't see them, he's going to go straight into battle mode because he's got PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> In the book, Tonks is supposed to be watching Harry, but she leaves her post for a reason that I don't mm. remember. It's Mundungus supposed to be watching him. Oh, and so he leaves his post to sell some dodgy cauldrons or something. Yeah. Whatever it is, yeah. Harry's left alone. I don't think that happens with Neville, especially if they know that he's, like, roaming the streets and stuff. Mm, yeah. Mm, maybe, if they're relying on Mundungus. Maybe. And then Nan rips his throat out with her teeth. Yeah, if that happens. So yeah. we're saying Neville defends himself. Ministry involvement? Ministry involvement, absolutely. Yeah. Cornelius Fudge, very threatened by Neville Longbottom, the golden boy, especially because he's trying to, like, mitigate the bad press of Harry Potter, Hogwarts student, dead mm -hmm. during the games that he organised. Mm -hmm. That's still going ahead, I think. Yeah, okay. Obviously, when the mail drops being like, you have been expelled from Hogwarts, his nan is like, no, you have fucking not been expelled from Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> Nan's got political connections. She's got connections to people on the Wisdom Arts. Yeah. And the trial being like, you are going to go to trial for your crimes. Nan's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a talk to some people <laughs> about what's going yeah. on. We'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Neville's going to get this actual hearing. Mm -hmm. Like, Fudge is going to try and turn it into a trial, and, like, Nan is going to kick up such a stink. Oh, imagine if she went to the newspapers, putting this boy on trial mm. for casting a defensive spell in a place where no muggles saw him. Like, oh, yeah. There's no way that spirals out of control like it did with Harry. No. Oh, to have an advocate. <laughs> How things would have been different if he'd had a single parent around to help him. <laughs> Uh, number 12 Grimmauld Place, not the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix. Why would it be? Yeah, Sirius is dead. It's probably not been used in a long time. So where would the headquarters be? Uh, the borough? The borough, I guess. That feels kind of a wild choice. The Potter House? The Potter House might be a good one. Because they're like, well, our son isn't here. And like, they're looking for revenge. They've both thrown themselves headfirst back into the Order of the Phoenix. Mm. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> They've had a secret keeper before. They can do it again. They don't know that Pettigrew's still alive. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's a problem. <laughs> Is the old Fidelius charm yeah. still there? Or do they just cast a new I one guess. over the top? That is a super good question. Because that would be a big hole in their security. I love that, actually. Let's assume that it is still there. So the new secret keeper has the secret, whatever. It's Dumbledore. Yes, And Dumbledore. then there's also still Peter Pettigrew that has that yeah, secret. Because they just think he's dead. They mm -hmm. don't know. Oh, actually, yeah. Neville would know. Neville would know that Peter's a Death Eater now, because he saw him. Oh, yeah, okay, so they can't use the Potter House. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh they can, but we would just say that, like, they fix the Fidelius charm so that the old one isn't still in effect or anything. Okay, yeah. Dumbledore has the power for that. Yeah. That's fine. Ooh, that was an interesting thread that we almost got to explore, <laughs> but no, doesn't work. Okay. Okay, yeah, so the Potter House, headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix, Lily and James Potter, throwing themselves back into their soldier days. Mm -hmm. They're grieving. It's very sad. Oof, it's sad. Yeah, I think Neville gets moved there. I don't think it's as big of a deal as having to escort, like, Harry through the fucking sky or whatever. I think mm. they can just move him quite easily. Why would he need to be moved there? Because he's already been attacked in his home, so they're moving him to a more secure location. Okay, that's all right. 
Yeah, so Ron and Hermione there. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, yeah. basically, now we're following the book. All of the Order of the Phoenix is gathering together. We're mm-hmm. learning more about what happened during the First War, even though Neville would already know a lot of this because his grand would have mm-hmm. told him. Yeah. But, yeah, the gang is together. They're mourning their dead friend. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. We're not going to meet Creature. We're not going to get very essential clues about a Horcrux that we need. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Creature when Sirius died? Well, I kind of assumed that Sirius had either gotten rid of Grimmauld Place and, like, freed Creature years before. Yeah. Or, like, I don't think he was living there with Creature. He hated that house. He would have sold it or burned it down or some shit. So Creature's not in the picture. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. We are going to lose that Horcrux. (laughs) It's going to be a problem. We'll have to come back to that if we make it all the way to book seven. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Every every single episode we are convinced that Neville's not gonna make it. He's gonna die, but he's proven us wrong so far. Okay. Okay. So there's the hearing at the ministry again, we think Gran pushes that to be much more fair and just as it should be, but I still think mm. like Umbridge and Fudge are getting their fingers in the middle of this and making yeah. things bad. Dumbledore shows up though as well. Yeah. Percy hasn't turned on his family. No, I'd say he's with his family even more now. Yeah. Because maybe they told him that, like, Voldemort's returned and uh, Harry died and all this sort of stuff, so it's a lot more personal. Yeah. So I think he's he's not even turning on his family even a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he has reason to disbelieve mm. Neville. Like, he's uh, not with the changes that we've made to the story. It doesn't make sense to me. No. Prefix? <laughs> Ron and Hermione again, I guess? <sighs> Let's think about this. Would Neville be a prefect? Neville's, I feel like our Neville is a little bit more well-rounded of a person than Harry, but he also does have Voldemort in his brain. Yeah, can't have Voldemort be in his brain. So, yep, Ron and Hermione, prefects. Cool. (laughs) I feel like Neville is a lot less jealous of that. Like, Harry's barely jealous. He just feels left out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Neville still gets jealous. Maybe Neville gets jealous because Ron and Hermione are going to be spending more time together and he wants to spend more time with Hermione. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, shipping. So basically we fast forward it now to getting onto the train and heading to platform nine and three quarters. We still have the meeting between... Oh, actually, hang on. So Neville spending... Harry spends more time with Ginny and sort of starts to develop a loose crush on her. Do we feel like Neville does that? I'm not sure what Ginny's Neville's type. <laughs> no, I really don't think she is. No, I think they're friends. Yeah. Like, I think they've become closer. All right, that's the extent of it. Yeah, cool. So now he's going to meet Luna Lovegood. I'm I'm going to be pushing for Luna Neville Endgame, because I love that. But uh, I'm willing to be persuaded otherwise. Yeah, I like Luna and Neville, and we'll just have to see how the cards fall. Yeah. So um, how does Neville feel about this weird girl? Here's the thing. Oh, Neville. Can yeah. and Neville really bonds with Luna because they're both kind of lonely outcasts. Yeah. Our Neville is not a lonely outcast. No, he doesn't he's get bullied. He's got friends, he's well connected, he doesn't get bullied. Or if he does get bullied, he's got Ron, Hermione, and previously Harry backing him up and helping him with stuff. Yeah. So, hmm. I feel like he likes her because she's just like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And like, she believes in him. the books. Yeah, she believes him. In the books, Harry likes anyone who is not immediately swept up in his fame. I think Neville definitely mm-hmm. likes that as well. He likes people who just sort of talk to him as a real person. Yeah, okay. So I feel like they get along. I I don't think there's like immediate sparks flying or anything, but I feel like it's like these people are nice. This girl's nice. 
Yeah. Okay. Now we get to school and Professor Umbridge is the <laughs> new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. How are we feeling? Because I'm just skipping ahead sort of to like the first Defense Against the Dark Arts class. Yeah, we don't need to do like the feast and yeah. all that sort of shit. Is Neville going to rise to the occasion and shout about Voldemort and dead Harry and all this sort of stuff? Or is he just going to be like annoyed and hold his tongue? I feel like our Neville is has more emotional control than Harry. Yeah. But also he's got that Voldemort in his brain and he's got all this trauma mm. bubbling up to the surface. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be able to stand being needled like that. Yeah. It might actually really get to him. Yeah, especially, like, again, because he's much more invested in Harry than Harry was invested in Cedric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, it's very much implied that, like, Umbridge was trying to press Harry's buttons. <laughs> like, she wanted an excuse. Any excuse. Like, even if Neville had only just, like, responded and not just yelled, mm. she she's got to find a way to get him in yeah. attention. I think it's hard for Neville to see, like, the greater wizarding world turning on him, because it's very much more his world than it was Harry's. Yeah. So, like, this is the only world he's never known. He doesn't have the option of retreating to the muggle world like Harry does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's really hard for him, being called a liar and being defamed in the paper. I think that, like, eventually it's gonna come through to him that, like, it doesn't really matter what people are saying right now because the truth will out. But that's later in the story. Right now, he's just like, everyone's against me. Yeah. Even, like, his own dorm mates and stuff are, like, giving shit. Seamus has turned on him and, like, yeah. Malfoy and stuff are, like, spreading rumours that, oh, yeah, you know, Neville definitely killed Harry and shit like that. Yeah. Neville Um, killed Harry, absolutely. Which is absolutely, like, grinds his gears because, of course, Harry was his friend. Yeah, devastating. Um, I don't think he ever hears anyone, like, even slightly hint towards Neville killed Harry without immediately responding. Like, that's a square up sort of comment. Yeah. So I think, yeah, he blows up in the lesson. He gets sent to McGonagall. McGonagall's like, use your brain. He's like, I'm trying, but I'm very upset and it's full of Voldemort. Then detention with Umbridge. I've always thought that if Harry had actual Mm. parents, Umbridge wouldn't do it. Umbridge would not get away with the way that she's torturing him. But she does it to other students. She does it to Weasley's. She does it to Lee Jordan. Mm-hmm. So she might just do it. Mm-hmm. Because who's going to stop her? Yeah. <laughs> because the first thing Neville will do, obviously, is go to Gran and be like, this happened. Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to kick up a huge stink. Mm-hmm. Of course. But the papers are biased towards the ministry. She's not going to be able to get a word into the papers to be like, my son is being abused by Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. She can try and pull strings in like the Department of Magical Education or whatever it is. But I don't know if she's going to get very far. No, because Fudge has complete control of Dolores being in the school. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Because Harry sort of enters into this battle of wills with Dumbledore. Not Dumbledore. With Umbridge trying to be Mm. like you know, she can't break me sort of thing. I don't think Neville's going to do that. No. I think, like, obviously, you know, she can't break me. Like, that's something that's important for Neville. But I think he's going to really, really, after he fucks up that first class and gets that first attention, he's going to really try to, like, put on that happy face and be civil with Umbridge and not get more detentions with her. 
And then as soon as he walks out of the classroom, he's going to scream into a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. we've made our Neville a little bit more politically minded because mm. I think you would just have to be if you were raised in the magical world as the chosen one. Like, mm. you've got to be. There's no way that you just sort of cruise through life oblivious. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. he's getting scars once. And probably not again, unless Umbridge just, like, sets up situations for him to be put in detention where he didn't do anything. Yeah. But she's just, like, yeah. Which I think she's not above. I don't think he only ever gets one detention. I think, like, she's always looking for reasons to get him in detention. To trap him. But, like, he's, like, staring at a blank face, not giving her anything, not responding to her in class, that sort of thing. Yeah. He's doing his best. Yeah. Okay. So, next up, it's, like... Ron getting letters from Percy, then reaching out to Sirius to try and get more information about what's going on. I feel like not, not happening. happening. Neville knows what's going on. He's more abreast yeah. of the situation. Dumbledore's named the High Inquisitor. Umbridge. Yeah, sorry. Umbridge is named the High Inquisitor. I keep swapping Umbridge and Dumbledore for some reason. <laughs> then it's the Hogshead meeting. It's the let's form Dumbledore's army. Yep. I think he's absolutely doing that. <laughs> absolutely. I feel like as soon as Hermione pitches it like harry needed to be convinced yeah. i think neville's like yes i'm doing something yeah. finally positive action mm-hmm. i don't think it's called dumbledore's army i think it's called harry's army or like yeah. something like that yeah it's like in memoriam of harry potter's army something like that yeah 100 percent. cool um pretty much all the same members and everything i don't think any of that would really change no more educational degrees uh, decrees they how do they find the room of requirement in yeah. dobby just tells them again like dobby i mean yeah neville's neville's got a bond with dobby now instead mm-hmm. of harry we haven't really touched on it but that's basically how we said it happened oh yeah then dobby finds it for him yeah then there's stuff going on with the quidditch team like i think ron tries to get onto the quidditch team but it's really a subplot like harry's yeah. not around anymore so who cares seekers up for grabs <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah seekers up for grabs Ginny's gonna get on the team yeah mm. Hagrid comes back from his time with the giants <laughs> Neville Ron and Hermione don't care about that we're not friends with Hagrid don't care <laughs> next up Neville has a hang on yes Neville has a terrible dream where he's a snake attacking Ron's father that's our next okay. big plot point and then it's Christmas okay bad <laughs> so bad Never wakes up. Bad. Basically the same... Screaming nightmare. Same thing happens. He he tries to get anyone's desperate attention to be like, this is a real thing that happened. I know it's real. It's not a dream. I think it yeah. falls out pretty much the same. Um, he doesn't mm-hmm. spend Christmas with the Weasleys, or if he does, Grant's there with them. No. I think he spends um, Christmas with the, at the Order of the Phoenix headquarters. Yeah. The Weasleys are there, but it's like, this is the secure location, not like, you can't go home. It's too dangerous. Yeah. And then occupancy. Who's going to teach him? It's got to be Dumbledore, right? There's no one else. I don't think so. It, yeah, it can't be Snape. He did. Like, there's no evidence that anyone like McGonagall or anything like that is particularly skilled in it. It's got to be Dumbledore. But yeah. that's a problem because Dumbledore can't let Neville into his mind because of the Voldemort connection. Right. He's trying to keep Neville at arm's length. Who else? There's nothing else he can do then, right? Maybe it's an original character. Maybe Dumbledore's like, I've got to find an occlumency master to come to the school and teach Neville. No, we can't do that. We've got to go with what we're working with. So Neville just can't learn occlumency. I think Dumbledore would risk it rather than not teach Neville occlumency. But like... He would be like, I have the mental control to be in charge of the situation rather than like leaving Neville unprotected. 
Oh, okay, so Dumbledore tries to teach him occlumency, right? Yeah. Yeah. If the alternative is Neville doesn't learn occlumency, Dumbledore teaches him. Yeah, 100%. What happens? Yeah. <laughs> God, those classes are going to be intense. Yeah. Because what happens in the original books, as we know, is that Harry learns Snape's most worst memory. Mm-hmm. Does Neville learn Dumbledore killed his sister? <laughs> Harry doesn't learn Snape's worst memory through the occlumency classes. He learns mm. that by going into the pens, even prying into the memories that Snape is hiding from him. Now, that's correct. If Dumbledore is very obviously and suspiciously pulling things out of his brain and putting him in a pensive so he doesn't risk Voldemort finding out, Neville might be like, he's hiding things from me. I need to know what's going on. And he might try and get in the pensive. Because he's in his paranoid phase. Yeah. But also, like, maybe Dumbledore doesn't pull out all of his worst, most embarrassing memories because he's not a child like Snape is. If he's pulling things out of his brain, it's probably, like, war secrets. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think he would probably just be like, I have the mental control to keep Neville out of my Ariana memories. Also- Let's make sure that Voldemort doesn't find out about the prophecy. Neville doesn't know that Dumbledore has a pensive. Because it's, like, hidden, right? It's, like, in a cabinet somewhere. So yeah. Dumbledore just would be smart about it and not make it obvious that he's withdrawing memories before Neville shows up. He would do it- Plenty of time before Neville shows up in his office, put yeah. him away, and then be ready to help Neville. Instead of Snape doing it, like, salaciously, teasingly in front of Harry. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. <laughs> Moron. So, yeah, we get, we skip over everything with St. Mungo's and Christmas and all that sort of stuff. Occlumency classes, blah, blah, blah. This is when Hermione has the idea to use Rita Skeeter to tell Neville's side of the story. Right. I think that still happens. That's a key moment, and, like, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yeah. absolutely. Did you have anything that you, like, any points that you wanted to make about Rita Skeeter and Hermione and stuff? I mean, I think at the at the end of last episode, you said, like, oh, yeah, Hermione blackmails Rita Skeeter, problem solved. I just wanted to cover that a bit more, because, like, Hermione would have been in grief over losing her best friend. Mm. I think she would have had enough clues to still piece it together based on everything that happened, but it might have just been, like, longer yeah <laughs> she might not have been able to pin it down to like maybe halfway through book five maybe even hermione would have been like more vicious towards Rita because she's like lashing out after yeah. having lost harry and being like you were attacking neville the entire time like you didn't make things easy for us mm. so neville has to tell his full story I've just realized something. So we've skipped over the fact that Neville is having these dreams about the corridors of the Ministry of Magic. Yeah. I think probably after the incident with the snake attacking Arthur, I think that might have been when he had enough clues to be like, that's the Ministry of Magic. Yeah. Because he would have been there and seen the architecture. Like, I don't know. It makes sense. Brain cells. Yeah. (laughs) Brain cells. He's a smart boy. (laughs) We have established he's got more smarts than Harry. Mm. <laughs> Harry's just very, very ignorant about everything. Everything mm. that he sees, he's seeing it for the very first time. Yeah. Neville's got years of experience under his belt that just makes it easier to connect dots. Mm. But um, Neville has less instinct and less natural ability in a lot of places. Yeah. So this is the point where like Umbridge is like, Hagrid's fired, Trelawney's fired, Ferenc gets hired <laughs> as the divination teacher. All of this is just sort of happening in the background. Yeah, yeah. Extraneous detail. Marietta Edgecombe turns on the Harry's army, or Potter's army, and Dumbledore has to flee the school. Now there's nobody teaching Neville Occlumency. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this is a problem. 
well, Snape stops the occupancy lessons for a while. Um, so I guess Hermione and Neville, I guess, would just be of the opinion that Neville has to keep practicing every night. And I think Neville yeah. would be quite scared of the fact that he has Voldemort in his brain. Yeah. And so... That's an, yeah, that's another thing we should talk about. Harry hates the occupancy classes because he hates Snape. Yeah. And he doesn't want to do them. I think, like, first of all, the classes are going to be a lot more pleasant with Dumbledore because he's a better teacher and not a mm. miserable moron. I think... Neville is a lot more scared of the dreams than he is curious and excited about them the way that yeah. Harry is. And I think yeah. he very much wants them to stop. So I think he commits himself to his occlumency classes a lot more. And mm. like, even when Dumbledore is gone, he continues trying to pursue it on his own and like doing his best. Cool. So he might be a more accomplished occlumency than Harry is. Mm. I think Anyone definitely is actually. a more accomplished occlumency <laughs> than Harry. Harry's terrible at it. Yeah, he sucks at it. Mm. Okay, so Neville's probably doing pretty well with the occupancy. So this probably stops a lot of the plot from going forward. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to see. Career's advice, I think Neville's like, I love herbology. Yeah, I love plants. <laughs> he has no reason to be like, I'd love to be a cop, and I'm rich to be like, you'll never be a cop. <laughs> yeah, I think he probably has a lot of pressure from his family to be a cop, but I think he might be have the courage at this point and is tired enough at this point to be like, I don't want to be a cop, I just want to learn about plants. <laughs> yeah. I think Neville is resigned to the fact that he is going to play a key part in the coming war. And, yeah. like, he's going to have to be fighting. So when he thinks of the future, if he's not picturing himself, you know, dead, <laughs> he's like, I would like to be have a in a future where everything's peaceful and fine. <laughs> he's like... And I can just grow my plants and chill with my remaining friends. I don't remember the taste of strawberries or the feeling of grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got no plan. I thought I'd have my arm hang out of a tail light by now. <laughs> god so umbridge still finds an excuse to go off on him anyway yeah this is where fred and george do the big thing so that harry can sneak into umbridge's office and talk to sirius I don't, I, neville doesn't need to do that because he's not like oh my god my dad's a bully <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter maybe fred and george still do it because they hate umbridge but like it's not a key part of the plan it might just be revenge <laughs> Grop, Grop doesn't happen. Hagrid's not like, help me, children, because he's. He, Grop's still a problem, but it's not a problem for the trio now. We've we've been demoted from Quadro to trio. Ooh. Ooh. Owls. I think that Neville is doing better in his owls than Harry did, because I think by this point he's got more control over whether or not Voldemort's in his brain. Yeah. And, like, thing, he's just managing things better. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So this is the point where Harry falls asleep in his history of magic exam and he gets lured out into the Department of Mysteries by Voldemort. What do you think happens here? Neville doesn't fall asleep in his exam. If no. this is going to happen, it's going to happen when Neville is asleep. At night. <laughs> At night. <laughs> Not in the middle of the exam. Yeah, true. No. <laughs> so, so obviously he's going to see... If, if this is going to get through his Oculus training, which I'm assuming he's doing every night... Which, if mm -hmm. Voldemort's trying hard enough, I guess it will. He's still a 14, 15-year-old yeah. boy. Yeah, he's still a 15-year-old who's been trying to do this mostly without a teacher yeah. and has barely grasped oh, it. And Voldemort's one of the best legilimens in the world and has a back door into his brain. We skipped something. Uh, did Neville kiss anyone? Have we? <laughs> oh, yeah. We skipped right over that. That was, like, before Christmas, yeah. I think. Yeah. Hmm. Well... Did Neville kiss Cho? Okay. <laughs> 
Ooh, is Cho into Neville? She could be. If it's going on the same logic of Cho kind of being into Harry after Cedric thing and she's kind of using it as a coping yeah. mechanism and it's going poorly, that could be an uncomfortable situation. It, it could be like, that I would see be. it as Neville has no interest in Cho beyond just like feeling sorry for her and wanting to be a friend, I guess. And then, yeah. like, so she's hanging around after class looking very sad and he's like, oh, you know, I, I want to talk to you about this. Um, mm-hmm. Like, how you how you going, I guess? Like, hey. Um, yeah. And then she breaks down, has a big rant to him and does kiss him. And he's like, yeah. ah. <laughs> I need to talk to Hermione about this. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> But I don't think they yeah. date. I think it's like an awkward, awkward moment. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. definitely don't think Neville's into Cho. You're right. I think it's yeah. like, because were Harry and Cho closer in our version? I think they would have to be. They were pretty much dating. They had a flirtatious thing because obviously Harry really liked Cho. And I think she picked up mm-hmm. on that energy, but was also looking for someone after Cedric to sort of yeah. heal the pain. And Harry was the one that was there and would know what she, would know what she was going through. No, I mean like last year in Neville Longbottom and the Goblet of Fire was Harry and Cho an item? No, no. Okay, because they went to the Yule Ball. Oh together. no, sorry, no, yeah, sorry, they went to the Yule yeah. Ball together. They were an item. They went to the Yule Ball together, and I would assume that Cho was Harry's like the thing you'll miss the most, the bottom of the lake. Yes, because that's yeah. how they determined who would be in the lake based on the Yule Ball. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think maybe they were like. I think maybe they were dating. Like, I don't think they were spending a lot of time together because Harry was more focused on the try with the tournament. But Harry had a crush on her and she seemed into him, so... Yeah. Yeah. Her boyfriend's dead. Yeah. So her boyfriend's dead and Neville is the only one who really knows what happened. And I think she's, like, awkwardly trying to get closer to Neville. But, Mm. like, maybe she develops feelings for him because she's just a very confused girl. And, like, Neville's trying to deal with his PTSD, but I don't think Neville's into Cho. Yeah, that's what I think's going on. Yeah. Anyway, flash forward. <laughs> flash forward. So Neville goes to sleep. Yeah. What could Voldemort show him that would convince him to go to the Department of Mysteries? It's quite obvious. Can't be his grand being tortured. Oh. Because he'd be like... Why wouldn't it be? Oh, okay. I just feel like he would contact her. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously Voldemort has some sort of contingency in place to make sure that, you know... He can't get in touch with her. Mm. So maybe he's like, it's it's similar. Yeah. Maybe she actually kidnaps her. That's a good yeah. option. What, what, how it works in the original book is because of Creature being sneaky. Yeah. But that's not a thing anymore. Harry tries to charge off, but Hermione's like, think about this. Mm. Let's do this logically. Definitely, like, Hermione would be that voice of reason if Neville isn't that voice of reason already. Yeah. So we're assuming that Gran's staying at the Potter house, which is the new secret place, secret headquarters. Mm. So, unless she's not, unless she's, like, too stubborn and is, like, I can take care of myself. Yeah, I kind of think, like, I don't think the entire Order of the Phoenix is living there. No. I think it was more like the kids are living there during holidays and stuff and the adults that need to take care of the kids. So the Weasleys are there pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, Gran and Neville and stuff would be staying there during the holidays. But I think the rest of the time... Gran isn't as much of a high security risk target as Neville is, so I think she can return home. Okay. But they would have upped the magical protections around her home. Mm-hmm. So maybe her home is protected, but maybe when Neville does try to contact her, she just happens to be out. Like, she's trying to do something to improve Neville's reputation in the paper and to, like, you know... Or maybe she's doing some spying for the Order or something like that. 
Well, we could make it more grim. What if Voldemort just actually kidnaps her? I mean, yeah, he could. He's trying to fly under the radar. I guess, like, I think Voldemort knows that if he shows Harry Sirius being tortured and, like, things are set up in such a way that Creature is able to lie Mm -hmm. and protect that secret, that will work. Yeah. Voldemort also knows Neville because Neville's his chosen one in this scenario i think maybe he knows that he needs a real actual threat to lure neville out of the castle because neville's got a stronger support system yeah and like more people to turn to although at this point in the book i guess like mcgonagall's been lured out of the school dumbledore's been taken out of the school hagrid's gone hagrid's not really a threat (laughs) lily evans is there any reason why she would have been pulled out i think umbridge just would have gotten rid of her because snape was kind of cooperating with umbridge and i don't think lily would be giving a veritaserum or whatever to torture the students with no yeah she would have gotten rid of her yeah so you can assume that all of the members of the order of the phoenix have been removed from the school and neville's Mm -hmm. in like he's on his own it's just him and his allies his childhood allies And this is the point where the DA has been found out too. So they don't have the DA anymore or the HA. They've been largely disbanded. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it would be the real threat of his nan's been kidnapped and is being tortured. So maybe they're like, okay, verify that somehow. I guess they do the classic move of Mm -hmm. break into Umbridge's office and use the fireplace. Maybe this is the moment where Fred and George set off all of their fireworks because they haven't really had to do that before. Or the swamp or whatever it is that they do. Because they haven't, yeah, they haven't had to do the multiple times mm-hmm. before. So our gang is Ron, Hermione, Neville, Ginny, Luna. Yep. And Fred and George are the distraction. They're the ones who are yeah. drawing Umbridge away. I just had a question. Does, just off topic, does anyone have the cloak now or is it just Lily and James have the cloak? Yeah, that's what I was, I thought of that earlier. They still have the Marauder's Map, definitely. Yeah. The cloak would have just been in amongst Harry's things, and I so, don't see a reason why James would have given that to his friend, to Harry's friends. No, he would have just kept it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe, like, I'm thinking at, like, the beginning of book seven, mm. it might be like, this can't protect Harry anymore, but, you know, you've yeah. got to go kill Voldemort for we'll our son. find out what happens. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> think he would do that, like... Yeah. In the middle of grieving for Harry, I don't think he's giving away Harry's possessions and, like, a family heirloom to a random kid. No, no. Okay. Right, so they look at the fireplace. Do they get caught by the Inquisitorial Squad and Umbridge? I think the reason why they get caught is because Umbridge secures her office after someone breaks in and uses the fireplace multiple times. That hasn't happened Mm. so far, so maybe they just get away with it. Right. Easy. So they use the fireplace. They're able to confirm that, like, Neville sees his grand's house and it looks like it's been torn apart by Darth, Darth Vader, I was about to say, <laughs> by dark wizards. And he's like, oh, my God, Nan's been kidnapped. Time yeah. to go to the Ministry of Magic. Oh, he would try to reach out to the Order headquarters as well, though. Would he get a hold of anyone? Um, I mean, James would be there. Yeah, he's there all the time. Yeah can't talk so probably what happens is neville gets a hold of james at the headquarters yeah and james is like don't do anything Mm -hmm. like just stay in the school we will take care of it and then neville disregards that advice yeah because he's like i can't just let my nan be in danger yeah she's running out of time james write this in a note or something like that yeah yeah so like james goes off to gather the troops and stuff but everyone's sort of scattered into the winds because things are going badly. And then Neville gets his gang of friends together 
and they use the festrals. steal a bunch of brooms, I guess. Or maybe they take the festrals. Yeah, I wouldn't see why not. Umbridge hasn't caught on to the fact, unless it's mm. been like a long time, she hasn't caught on to the fact that anyone's in her, in her office yet. So they use the, the chaos that the Weasley twins caused from their exit and the fireworks to escape. I was thinking like, yeah, take all the old school brooms. Like, I feel like that's just where their thoughts would go if they're not dragged out into the middle of the Forbidden Forest mm-hmm. and attracting Thestrals with blood. Yeah, like, I just think that would be their go-to move. If not, like, actually, they're in the office with the working <laughs> flu connection. Just go through the flu network to the Ministry of Magic. Why am I so stupid? That's what they would do. <laughs> yeah, okay, they would do that. Yeah, because it's the middle of the night, remember? Because mm. it's not during the day, because he didn't fall that's asleep true. in his exam. It's the middle yeah. of the night when all the fireworks start going off and the craziness happens. Right. Mm. Right. So so they go straight, straight to the Ministry of Magic. No several hour delay. Because, yeah, see, this makes sense as well. Because James is like, stay there while I gather the troops. And Neville's like, every minute matters. Mm-hmm. And it's not an hours long journey by Thestral back. It's I can step through the flu, connect, the flu um, network right now and go rescue my nan. Yeah. And that's what he does. And he brings all his friends. Battle of the Ministry goes down pretty much exactly the same, I would imagine. Do, does Neville survive? like let's be real let's talk about it okay so we're gonna have to go through this fucking beat by beat aren't we (laughs) so they get down into the department of mysteries they make it through to the hall of prophecy neville gets the prophecy down the death eaters emerge and they're like give it give us that yeah (laughs) give us (laughs) give us and he's like where's my nan i'll smash it nan's not here or is nan there no, Nan's not there because Voldemort. <laughs> Nan's been put. Nan's somewhere been put else. somewhere else. Like she's the bargaining chip. Is she dead? I don't think she's dead. I don't think Voldemort would throw away such a great resource. Right. Yeah. He's gonna keep her alive for now because obviously he can use that to manipulate Neville to hand over the prophecy. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah. Nan's definitely not there. So now it's a battle between the Death Eaters mm-hmm. and the children. <laughs> Yep. Fuck. <laughs> they, they. I mean, they managed to hold their own in the books originally. Yes. They do have Harry there in the books, yeah. But, but we've established that Neville has been having like summer camp, I guess, in mm-hmm. defensive magic since book three, right? Yeah. Neville's a more competent magical user in our version than he mm-hmm. is in the original. He also has his own wand in the originals. Yep. He's still using his dad's wand, and that's a big detriment. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like, just in general, I feel like Potter's army was more serious than Dumbledore's army. Mm -hmm. Like, Dumbledore's army was already pretty fucking serious, but they didn't lose Harry Potter. Yeah. They lost Cedric Diggory, and, like, it was much less personal. Yeah, okay. So I feel like they're they're holding their own. It -hmm. gets to a point where all of Neville's friends are being held at one point. Yeah. And he is asked to hand over the prophecy... I don't think Neville does it. <laughs> because if you remember in the books, when Neville is the one that has the wand to his throat, he is like, don't do it, Harry, smash it. <laughs> like, he is like, I'm ready to die. <laughs> like Neville, look, that version of Neville is one that like grew up knowing that his parents held out under torture until they lost their fucking minds. So yeah. That version of Neville is like, I will die before I give in to these people. Yep. Is our version of Neville willing to let his friends die before they before he gives up? I'm not sure. You can torture all my friends all you want. <laughs> you can torture my friends all you want. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. That's a good question. I think given the fact that he's lost Harry, no, he's not willing to let his friends die. Never. Yeah. I think Neville is very, very strong. And I think he really, really holds out. But I think the moment Crucio start, flo- start flying and his friends are being tortured, he's like, this is too close to what happened to Harry. I can't lose anybody else. Yeah. I think he's going to give it up. But I don't think he hands over the prophecy. I think he would smash it on the ground. <laughs> but then he, then he knows that's also just securing a death sentence for all his friends. So what happens in the original is Harry's about to hand it over when the order shows up and then Harry smashes it. So basically that would be the same. Yeah, he basically drops yeah. it. And then nobody yeah. hears what it says. Because at this point they've yeah. seen prophecy smash on the ground and they know that it just sort of says it. So I feel yeah. like Neville is like, I don't want to give away this thing that Voldemort wants. I would rather smash it on the ground and hear it and let the Death Eaters hear it than like not know what it says. If you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So you reckon he's like, fuck around and find out and just smashes the prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you want it so bad? I'll give it to you then. Because it's also got his name yeah. on it. So he knows this is about him. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can see that. Yeah. Smashes it on the ground. Yeah. So I feel like he tries to smash it on the ground and then maybe as it's being smashed or as he's dropping it or whatever, that's when the orders kick over the door and charge in. Yeah, so maybe he doesn't hear the prophecy anyway because the orders come in and it's yeah. all commotion. As soon as the order comes in, I feel like Neville's number one concern, he knows his gran isn't here anymore. It's gather up my friends and get the fuck out mm. of here. But does he know his gran isn't there? Oh yeah, maybe the Death Eaters like... Well, they might have said, like, she's not here, you foolish boy. Or they might have said, like, she's just behind this door. Give us the prophecy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon they might have alluded to she's somewhere else in the Department of Mysteries and you're not going to find her unless you give us the prophecy. Mm. So does he believe that? Or does he, like, is he like, nah, not Gran? <sighs> I feel like he just came so close to losing it all. <laughs> I think he wants to get out of here. I don't think he wants to be part of this battle anymore. Okay. He's like, the Order are here, they'll deal with the Death Eaters, then I can find Grant or something. So he fucking legs it. With his friends. He's trying to gather his friends yeah. and get out of there. Because he doesn't yeah. have any reason to like stick around and try and battle Bellatrix or anything crazy like that. Like, Harry no. stays in the fight. Yeah. No, he gets out of there. Is he confronted by Voldemort himself in the atrium? Maybe Voldemort with Grant there in the atrium? Maybe. If we don't get Grant back at the end of this book, it's going to have massive ramifications for book six and seven i'm telling you right now oh yeah <laughs> like such big ramifications i have a feeling it's it's uh it's going south i have a feeling she's maybe not gonna live to see the next book okay so hmm. all right so voldemort is like made aware because he has neville's brain in his brain he's like oh neville's trying to make a run for it with his friends to get him out of here yeah. but wait i'm gonna fucking confront him with my bargaining chip gran yeah so, like, there's no duel with Bellatrix, Sirius falls through the veil, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I think if members of the Order of the Phoenix die, they're not, like, Harry, it's not like Neville's losing his mind over this. It's like, this is a no. battle that's happening, he's just trying to get out of there. He's confronted by Voldemort with Gran. Gran is very much like, let me die. Like, there is nothing that you can give to him that will be worth my life. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Voldemort knows the prophecy's been smashed no. at this point. Maybe, like, when he realises that Neville doesn't have it, that's when he's just like, fuck this, I'm going to kill yeah. you. And that's when he goes to kill Neville, and that's when Dumbledore sweeps in with his magic and saves the day. Is Gran already dead? I think she is. Okay. Because as soon as he realises Neville's in the run, I'm going to confront him. He's there, maybe he's yeah. like... 
give me the prophecy give me what tell me what the prophecy said i know you smashed it yeah. neville's like i don't know he looks into neville's mind sees he doesn't know he kills grant as punishment and then he's like you're next like okay yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like, his plan is, I'll trade you this old woman for the prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> but then when he realizes Neville doesn't have it, is his next move kill Gran in front of Neville, or is his next move kill Neville immediately? Oh, he likes to play with his food. He's going to kill Nan in front of Neville. Yeah, I guess he doesn't really feel like he's in threat at the moment, because all of his no. Death Eaters are down below battling. Like, he doesn't know Dumbledore's on the way. I think he kills Gran. Yeah, she did. That's a massive bummer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's more death in our series. Actually, no, we're we're even, aren't we? Still. Yeah, Sirius, uh, Harry. Uh, last time, yeah, it was Sirius and Cedric, but we've we've lost Sirius, Harry, and now Gran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're ahead. Once Gran drops the floor, Neville loses his mind. <laughs> loses his fucking mind. Absolutely, what he happens? is trying to attack Voldemort. Are his friends helping, or are they trying to get him the fuck out of there? I think they're trying to get him the fuck out of there. Either way, Dumbledore shows up within seconds. Like, this can't go yeah, on too long. But is it fast enough? Is it fast enough? Does Voldemort just fucking kill Neville? Mm. <laughs> I feel like if he tries, their wand cores are going to connect again. Yeah. If Neville is actively battling Voldemort, their wand cores connect. Like, that's the conceit yeah. of the book. They can't beat each other in a straight-out duel. Okay, so if that happens, that happens. But if not, Dumbledore shows up, shit goes down. Yeah. All the kids are put into a protective stance. Mm-hmm. Voldemort's going to try and hop in Neville's brain. I think he's going to get in there, but then I think Neville is going to use a combination? A combination of occlumency mm-hmm. and love magic to basically blast him out of there the second he's in there. <laughs> yeah, because he's grieving over Nan. He's grieving for his he's friends. He's grieving over Nan. Yeah. All he can think about is how much he loves his Nan. And he's like, I'm trying to calm myself and <laughs> use occlumency, but Nan is dead. Yeah. Blast Voldemort's right gone. He can't stay in Neville's brain because yeah. Neville's so full of love. Yeah. Okay. And then Voldemort's like, no, Voldemort. Voldemort's gone. Ministry of Magic shows up. Oh my God. Voldemort's back. Look at all of these injured children. (laughs) Dumbledore's like, touch this head, children. And off they go home to the hospital wing. Okay. Neville, again, loses mind, smashes Dumbledore's office to pieces. Of course he does. Yeah. Okay. He's lost Gran. I was so invested in Gran. I know. Now who does he have? Sad. Uncle Algie? He does. That's that's the only relative we know of that he has. <laughs> yeah, he has a great uncle. Nan's brother or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <sighs> so, Dumbledore shows up, tells him the prophecy. Yeah. Neville's like, this makes everything that happened with Harry last year make way more sense. Mm-hmm. So like, in retrospect, we now understand Snape's motivations a lot more. Yeah. And he's also like well, I'm going to have to kill Voldemort one day. And he's like, I kind of always knew that. And now I really want to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I want him dead. <laughs> I want him fucking dead. It's on sight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well. Okay. All right. And now it's like, okay, well, it's it's official. We're at war now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you see? We're at war now. <laughs> Wow, okay. Is there anything else that really happens in that book, or...? Do we think any of the kids died in the battle? I don't think so. No, they didn't in the original, so I don't see why they would know. I think 
I think Ron got attacked by brains and Hermione was unconscious, but like Ginny and Luna managed to drag her out, basically. I think they made it out barely. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Any other Order members dead? Maybe, but like not named characters, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that was brutal. Okay. I can't believe he's done it again. <laughs> I can't believe he's still alive, Rhea. I cannot believe it. Yeah. Incredible. Show-stopping. I was not expecting him to make it this far. I genuinely thought end of book four, he's dead. And now he's knocking it out of the park. Wow, okay. Especially the fact that he was able to keep up his occlumency. Like, I feel like that's credible with what we've established. Yeah. And I feel like our version of Neville was able to get a hold of himself and get control of his emotional state a lot faster than Harry was. Because Harry was basically out of control this entire book Mm -hmm. until Voldemort deliberately retreated and shut off his brain. I think Neville was starting to get some of his equilibrium back. And that's, yeah, because of Neville's difference in personality, but also because of his huge support network. Yeah, the big thing Um, is the support network. Yeah, and that's gone. (laughs) And that's gone now. And now he's all alone. So... Yeah, we're going to have to talk about who is Neville's guardian now. It's got to be Great Uncle Augie. Like, that's the only relative that we know of. Yeah, so is the love shield still in effect, or has Mm -hmm. it died with the death of Gran? Well, no, if Great Uncle Augie is Gran's brother, which we're going with the fact that he is, Mm -hmm. then it would still be in effect with Great Uncle Augie. Yeah, but is... uh, I was going to say, would other members of Neville's family want to take on the burden of protecting the chosen one but i feel like you would have to be crazy not to and if we're going Mm. with like they're a family of auras someone's gonna step up to the plate yeah so just before we continue the only thing that we know about great uncle algie is we're assuming he's kind of maybe an aura or has an idea about auras Mm -hmm. and the only other thing we know about him is that he threw neville out of a window to prove he wasn't a squib so he's he dropped neville out of a window because he got distracted (laughs) he's more impulsive Mm -hmm. and maybe more chaotic than gran was yeah he also i think we know like he gets neville certain presents and things yeah like he seems like he's pretty much a doting guy he just had that moment when he was terrified of him being a squib that he's like let's dangle this child out of the window by his leg yeah okay which maybe isn't as terrifying if you're a wizard because yeah wizards just bounce they're fine he's got more of a chaotic edge to him so we can keep that in mind for next next installment (laughs) and he's also just lost his sister yeah okay wow cool and i guess has now been forcibly recruited into the order of the phoenix because i don't think he was in the order of the phoenix before but now it's like well you're neville's guardian so suck it yeah (laughs) you gotta deal with this now wow okay wow I've been Jem and um, R.O.P. Nan. <laughs> I've been Rhea, and I'm going to make sure Luna and Neville get together in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.